1: This is Not Your Century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. April 10, 1952. Industrial strife continues to affect thousands of Bay Area workers. A strike by the United Steelworkers of America against the nation's steel companies had been set to begin on the 9th but President Harry Truman had nationalized the industry. Steel men accused Truman of deal, screamed the Chronicle's page one headline. The steel companies were accusing the president of paying off a debt to the Congress of Industrial Organizations, the CIO, the Trade Union Federation. The president of the Inland Steel Company called it tyranny. Republicans accused Truman of going beyond his powers, and the courts would eventually agree and return the companies to their owners. The union would promptly go on strike and eventually win a contract on roughly the terms it had proposed in the first place. Steel wasn't the only industry with labor unrest on April 10, 1952. A five-state strike against Bell Telephone went nationwide, and 25,000 Bay Area workers were out. Western union workers headed out to the picket lines for the eighth day of a strike against the telegraph company. It was the third day of a strike against Western Electric, a company that manufactured telephone equipment. Greyhound bus service had been halted in seven western states as workers struck. Carpenters, pile drivers, on strike. This was organized labor's response to wartime wage and price controls that Truman had put in place at the beginning of the Korean conflict in 1950. Those controls were in turn a response to attacks from Senator Joe McCarthy that Truman was soft on communism. The unions believed that similar policies in World War II had constrained wages while protecting the profits of corporations. They were adamant about that history not repeating. And that's why 1952 was a year of strikes. Over on the sports pages, the Giants were heading north from spring training. They played an exhibition game in Shreveport, Louisiana. Of course, Chronicle readers had no particular reason to care about the Giants. They were still a New York team in 1952. The local nine was the San Francisco Seals, and for the first time in four years, a San Francisco Seals-Oakland Acorns game had been rained out. The teams were scheduled to make up the rainout in a doubleheader in Emeryville. The Oaks Stadium stood where Pixar Studios is now. Oh yeah, the Oakland team was actually called the Oaks, not the Acorns. But sports writers back then didn't like to spend too much time calling teams by their real names. Elsewhere in the story, writer Joe Wilmot called the Oaks the Mel Otters after their manager, former Giants slugger Mel Ott. Headlines about the other Pacific Coast League contests showed off the variety of names used for teams. The Sacramento Solons were the Sacks. the Portland Beavers were the Bevos, the Seattle Rainiers were the Suds, and the two LA teams, the Los Angeles Angels and the Hollywood Stars, well, they were the Angels and the Stars. Some names, even old sports writers, left them alone. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.